Okay, we're back. I hope the first part of this episode didn't uh, didn't frighten you uh, from listening to the second part. But uh, we wanted to make sure that you understood that that sin originated with Satan in heaven. Yes. And then he was cast down to the earth. Having said that, now we're going to talk about the origins of sin on earth. Yeah. Satan brought it with him, uh, to put it bluntly. Uh, Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. It says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So we see God the Father in verse 1. We see God the Holy Spirit in verse 2. And we see the third verse of the Trinity in verse 3. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Now, why would the first thing on earth be light? Because light gives life. And there has there was going to be life on the sixth day. God was going to create uh, Adam and Eve, and uh, and He did so. And so let's go to where He did that on the sixth day. God said, and this is in Genesis chapter one, uh, verse twenty-six. And God said, "Let us make man in our image, <coughs> our meaning the Trinity, mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit." We're, we're body, we're soul with brain, and we have a spirit. Uh, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Wow, what a responsibility for one guy. Yeah. And so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So here were created beings. Satan was a created being. Yep. And now he's going to make man. And he did. And God blessed them. God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. In other words, reproduce, multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air and over living thing every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And I bet you there's some bass fishermen right now saying, I wish we could have dominion over the sea, but they're hard to catch. Right. Okay. That's just an aside. All right. <laughs> okay. God said, behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, every tree uh, in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you. It shall be for meat. Oranges, apples, probably. I don't know. Peaches. Yeah. Uh, my mouth is beginning to water. I've got a cherry pie over in the corner of my kitchen. I'm going to attack this afternoon. <laughs> anyway, verse 30. And to every beast in the earth of the earth and every fowl of the air, to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Now, Let's go over to chapter 2 and verse 7. We talk, and I'm not trying to to uh, take anything away from the Word of God. I'm just going what uh, what I want to get to with regard to sin. The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground 
and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, a man became a living soul. The Lord planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. These are the two trees uh, that he put in the garden um, that probably didn't have oranges and apples, but had spiritual things mm -hmm. attached to them. So there's the tree of life and there's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, Adam was told, don't eat. You can, you can eat of the tree of life and you'll live. And, but what happened was, let's go to Genesis chapter 2. Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept. And he took one of his ribs, closed up the flesh instead thereof, and the rib which the Lord God hath taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, uh, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Why not? Because there wasn't any sin. Sin had not entered into the picture. No yet. sin. Chapter 3 of Genesis. Now the serpent. Oh boy. Here he comes. Remember? The serpent. Satan. Lucifer. The devil. The serpent was more subtle than any beast of, of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the women, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. So far, she's doing good. And by the way, why did Satan go to Eve? Because, ladies, I can't help it. You're the weaker vessel. And that's why Satan went to Eve. Okay. So she said, she said that. Then she said, But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. God did not say that. He said part of that. What she he said to it. She changed the word of God. Folks, in my book, that's the original sin. He shall neither add to God's word nor take away from it. Uh, and he said, and in Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, he said, or Deuteronomy 4, verse 4, he said that. And so anyway, uh, she said, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. Wait a minute. He quoted God correctly about surely dying, didn't he? But he said, you're not going to die. He says, for God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as God's knowing good and evil. Now, what was it that Lucifer wanted to be? I will be like the Most High. It was conceit. It was selfish. It was self-aggrandizing. And so Eve said, 
when she saw that the tree was good for food and it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, why wouldn't you just leave that to God? But nope, she wanted to eat of the tree, of the tree and, and she was not supposed to. Um, and she did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Okay, now we've got sin. Anyway, from that point on, sin was passed down from Adam to all of the human race. By the way, there's something about this, this sin in the Garden of Eden that I want you to know about. And, and a lot of people won't teach this. Uh, in First Timothy, Timothy chapter 2, it says, In like manner, verse 9, Like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but that which becometh women professing godliness with good works. Let the woman learn in silence, with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived. But the woman, the being deceived, was in the transgression. Nevertheless, she shall be saved in childbearing, if they continue in faith and charity and holiness and sobriety. What the, Paul was writing about here is that Eve had to have a child. If she hadn't had a chil children, there would be no Jesus Christ. There would be no virgin. There would be no uh, conception by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. There had to be child, children born to Adam and Eve. So why did Adam sin? He sinned knowingly, knowing this. Yeah. He must have understood he, he what fellowship not, have light yeah. with darkness. He was not deceived. It says so in the scripture. He but was, he did sin. But he did. He became a type of Christ who he became sin good. for us. That's right. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Yeah. Yep. So Adam was a type of Christ. Well, what about sin? We've talked about uh, what, uh, where, where sin began, who, and who did the sinning? Uh, but, but what is, what is sin? Well, for the next couple of minutes, we're going to be talking about uh, and defining sin, and what to do about it. We've already seen that the sin in the garden was the sin of dis disobedience. It was the sin of unbelief. Disobedience. And unbelief. Um, let me say this to you. If you got your Bible open and you're not believing the word of God, that's sin. If you're reading the word of God and the word of God tells you to do something and you don't do it, it's disobedience. It's sin. All right. So here's some things that that sin is. We'll be in the New Testament uh, for the most part for the rest of this for the rest of this uh, lesson. Um, 
in Rome, uh, in uh, in Romans chapter three. Romans chapter three. Well, if you want to learn almost all the layers I know about sin in people's lives on the earth today, read Romans chapter three. Wow. For sure. Yep. Romans chapter three, and we'll begin reading with uh, oh, verse thirteen. Well, let's begin reading before that. Verse 9 says, what then? Are we better than they? Talking about Jews and Gentiles, uh, but I won't go into all of that. No and no wise, for we have before proved that both Jews and Gentiles, that they are all under sin. As it is written, there's none righteous, no, not one. There's none that understandeth. There's none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no not one. So, I mean, I mean, everybody has the sin nature. You got it from Adam. And so uh, all of sin. It says here um, in verse 13 of Romans 3, uh, their, their throat, those people who are sinners, is an open sepulcher. And with their tongues, they have used deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. One of the most frequently committed sins are sins of the mouth. Wow. We curse with the mouth. We lie with the mouth. In Romans 3.13 says we deceive with the mouth. Out of the same mouth comes blessing and cursing. These, Such things ought not to be. That's correct, it and changes. that's the and that's the truth. So, the, the one of the things that defines sin is just sins of the mouth. I had a great mother. My mother is in heaven. She lived till she was a hundred and two. Uh, she's your grandmother, Curtis, and uh, you knew her quite well, Sharon Ann. Mm -hmm. And you know, she was a godly woman. When I was growing up, the one thing I heard probably more than anything else when I was growing up was this. You watch your mouth, young man. <laughs> My mother knew quite well. It wasn't just cursing. It wasn't just lying. It wasn't just deceiving. It was raising your voice in anger. It was, it was making false accusation. Mom, she's teasing me. You know, that kind of stuff. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. There are sins of the mouth. Is anger a sin? Uh, it can be. The book of Ephesians chapter 4 is says... The, is the emotion itself a sin? Uh, the emotion itself is not a sin because the book of Proverbs tells us that God is angry with the wicked every day. Okay, so God can be angry and he can't sin. And he can't. So we can be angry. And sin. And by the way, that's when most of the sin occurs. Right. Because we're way. not careful of what we do with our and, anger. And when, and when the Apostle Paul tells <laughs> the Ephesian mm -hmm. church, let not the sun go down on thy wrath. Mm -hmm. The last thing that Sharon and I do at night is give each other a good night kiss and tell each other we love each other. Mm -hmm. We're Even though if we've had differences during the day. Yeah. And sometimes we do. Yeah. She's always right. <laughs> no, she, I'm kidding. <laughs> She's sitting right here. She knows my sense of humor. So. 
<laughs> so, but you, but the, they're sins of the mouth. Here's something else. Um, in, in Romans chapter 14, verse 23, it says this, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, let's let's just don't learn very much about the faith so we don't have to sin. Right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Once you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are in faith. You are in faith. And whatsoever you do that has that has nothing to do with faith sin. is sin. In James chapter 4, verse 17, interesting, interesting. It says, says uh, he that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Wow. Fairly cut and dry. It's cut and dry. It's, and, you, and, and then in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 8, uh, verse 12, turn to there, because I want to do it perfectly here. 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 12. By the way, the, the letter to the Corinthian church, the Corinthian church was probably the most uh, messed up church um, in, that Paul ever wrote to. So he says this in um, in First uh, Corinthians chapter eight. I'm looking at my notes here. I'm sorry. First uh, Corinthians chapter verse twelve. Verse twelve. He says this. But when ye sin so against the brethren, and wound their weak conscience, ye sin against Christ. So you got to be careful about how you're dealing with your brother and sister in Christ. Mm -hmm. we, sh we should not cause them to sin. We should not sin against them. Um, but because if we do, we're not just sinning against them. We're sinning against the Lord Jesus Christ. So be careful. We're supposed to love the brethren. Love each other. Let's, don't, let's be careful not to sin against one another. And uh, James 1.15 says, turn to James 1.15. This is, this, uh, and I'm just giving you the, the basics here because the things that most often cause uh, believers to sin is what we're talking about. And James is right after Hebrews. Isn't that right, sports fans? Yes, it is. Okay. James chapter 1, verse 5, or is it 15? It's verse 15, but you might want to read um, verse 14 to keep it in okay. context. James 1, 14, but every man is tempted. Now, that's what happened to Eve. She was tempted. Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. Now, what lust did Eve have? She wanted to be like God mm. and to be as smart as God. He is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. The thing that hurts us the worst is lust. Now, uh, why? I, I, it's I, in verse 15. And here, here it is. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. 
and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Be careful what you lust after. Then, 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. Boy, I love the writings of John. I love the whole Bible, but John was the apostle of love. I mean, he he wrote in 1 John chapter 4. That's the love chapter as far as I'm concerned. 26 times he used the word love in that chapter. Uh, 1 John uh, chapter 3, verse 4, it says, well, let's look at verse 3. And every man that hath this hope in him, what is that hope? That God will come back and we shall see him as he is. Every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. Well, what was the law? There are five books of the law in the Old Testament, but, but I think basically it was the, the Ten Commandments, the Levitical laws possibly, uh, and anything that was part of the law that was written for the Hebrews, for the Hebrews nation, based upon what God was going to do for them when Christ came. And so sin is transgression of the law. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt don't lie. You know, thou shalt not uh, commit fornication. Thou, thou don't, don't do this. Don't do this. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. Sin is a transgression of the law. It's as simple as that. First John chapter 5, verse, I think it's 17, says this. It says, all unrighteousness is sin. What? All unrighteousness. Listen, folks. You can't do anything to be saved. But once you are saved, you're considered righteous. Now you say, boy, I'm free. Well, not exactly. Now you have the responsibility to do righteous things. And he says to this group that he's writing, all unrighteousness is sin. Yep. Okay. So we're just about finished with this segment. I've got a few minutes left. I think we know what sin is. We've defined it. Uh, we've demonstrated it. Uh, and here's what I want you to know. In Romans chapter 7, verse 14, he tells these believers, we are sold under sin. Now, this is going to be a three-point outline about sin. And they'll all begin with the letter S. James, or excuse me, Romans 7, 14, that we are sold under sin. We're, uh, we're a chattel. We, we, we belong uh, to Satan, really, because he's bought us with his sin, by sin. He's caused sin to, to cause us to go into slavery. John 8, 34 says that whosoever sinneth is a servant to sin. So if you're lost today, you've been sold under sin. And as a slave, you will be a slave or a servant to sin. 
Then we see the severity of sin. The Bible says, as in Adam, all die. Because Adam was the first sinner and he passed the nature along to every human being that ever walked the face of the earth, except for the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, it's like that first viral transmission of sin from Satan to Eve. We've all been infected. Now the whole human race is infected with it. There's We're born a, with it. It's part of our DNA. There's no vaccination that'll take care of it. There is none. Yeah, there's no cure yeah. for it. it. Says, and and Romans 6.23 yeah. says... Um, uh, uh, the wages of sin is death. Wow. Isn't that something? But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Because we're saved, sin shall no longer have dominion over us, the Bible says. And how are we saved? By grace through faith. Ephesians 2, chapter 8 and 9, not by good works, but simply by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that will take care of the severity of sin. John three sixteen: whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You will not die the death of Satan. You may die a physical death, but that's not an eternal death because when the trumpet sounds at the rapture, everybody who died in faith will be raised again immediately and get a new body and forever be with the Lord. And people who have died from, from Pentecost on, and Old Testament saints mm -hmm. will be raised. <laughs> and why? Because of what Jesus Christ did for us. Remember, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light. John chapter one tells us, and that life was the that light was the life of men. Come to the light today. Come to Jesus Christ. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Amen. And sin shall not have dominion over you. Amen. Amen. All right. Nice clothes there, Pastor. Oh, let me just add something else. I wanted to, you, you weren't done. By the way, no one on earth ever becomes sinlessly perfect on the earth. You still have sin nature. So don't let anybody teach you that they became sinlessly perfect. They didn't. They're lying to you, and that's a sin. So, but, but your sins are taken care of. It's covered. Okay. Now I'm done. Okay. And as always, we thank you for, for that hour, Pastor. Uh, that is, uh, some people may be shocked at, at the true origin of sin when they find out that it actually its origin was in heaven with Satan. Uh, you know, we're, we're taught uh, from a very young age, it's Adam and Eve, that's the original sin. Uh, so thank you for, for that, sharing that knowledge with us. And 
we pray that you will uh, join us again this coming Saturday as we continue our study on the 10 major Christian doctrines. Don't know which one. Well, yeah, I think we do know which one we're going to do next. Uh, oh, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. He, I, I think I told you. But he's I not. Gonna, he's mind. not going to remind me. Okay. So it's going to be a surprise to me, just as much as it is to you. Right. So please join us again this Saturday here at the Christian Underground News Network, and uh, uh, as we as we study whatever doctrine it is next that we're going to study. Well, if you want to know anything about God, I think maybe... You oh, 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 oh. It's going to be theology, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so for now, we must close this session, and we, we thank you once again for being with us and pray that you'll be with us again this coming Saturday. But for now... We're going to sign off and call this episode of the Christian Underground News Network a wrap. God bless you and keep you. See you Saturday.